0: Hello, disruptors. Welcome to episode twelve of Faith Disrupted. Um, Yeah, we're back after a couple of interviews. It's just us today. We're all three here. We're all on school holidays, so we're feeling a little bit (laughs) relaxed, (laughs) maybe. Maybe. Um, And so today's, I suppose, that's a really good time to be talking about self-care and what we do to look after ourselves, Mm, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which, what have you
0: been doing? this week's
1: (laughs) well I have been um trying to get over a cold (laughs) as you'll hear from my voice it's a bit croaky I apologize for that tonight but I uh did something very fun and um I went to the National Gallery of Victoria and saw the uh, Hokusai and the House of Dior Exhibition. Excellent. Yes. They were really, really, really good. Um, I was actually really looking forward to the Hokusai one, which is the Japanese artist Does the Wave is the big painting that everyone well it's actually not a big painting, a bit like the Mona Lisa. You always see it everywhere big, but it's small. Um but it's kind of the one that everyone knows. Mm. That was really beautiful. And I thought, Oh, the House of Dior, that'll be okay. Um It was amazing. They have curated it so beautifully Mm -hmm. and you walk in, it's like you're walking into a Parisian department store or something. There's all these mirrors. They've got all panelling on the walls, like just masses of chandeliers throughout the whole (laughs) exhibition. Mm -hmm. There's like kind of classical piano-y music playing in the background. Like you feel like you've been transported somewhere and it's Mm -hmm. just, yeah, beautiful. The dresses are amazing. And it was packed. I went on a oh, wow. first thing on a Monday morning and it was like, I'm glad I had got my tickets um, before because the lines were crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Then the other thing I did was read a um, book called A Paris Year by Janice McLeod. And I'd read a book of hers called Paris Letters a few a year or two ago, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, she's basically a young American girl who leaves the rat race of her job and just decides to go to Paris, basically with no real plan other than to go. And she meets someone there, falls in love, so it's a true story. So that's kind of what the first book was about. But this one I'm reading, she's kind of done it as a diary. So every day she's got a little journal entry and she's like draws pictures with watercolour and. Takes photos and it's just really, really easy read, but really beautiful and just gives you an insight into Paris that you wouldn't have otherwise. So, very cultured. Otherwise, Isn't really? it, look very, at you! Yes, <laughs> very holiday. Very much a holiday you read. Yeah, it's yeah. great.
2: Well, I I would like to make an announcement. I read a book. <gasps> what? <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> What's going on? Congratulations! I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> It was, and it was nice. I actually enjoyed it, and I yeah, I was on holidays, so it, that made it a little bit easier. I actually only watched it after I finished my Netflix atypical show, and then I jumped in. Um, but it's the uh, the book called The Dry by Jane Harper.
0: Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, I read that one the other
2: day. Yeah, a real page turner it really is yeah mm-hmm. and I think my um as I'm sure the listeners would know from the tone of my voice I come from a country town background
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: which I left when I was two but um it really all my uncles and a uh, number of my aunts live still in outback South Australia so yeah
0: so, you oh, so much
2: it. um yeah, and I'd finished the book actually on a farm in Queensland. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, really um, it, it felt a bit more meaningful and even probable or possible. So it's sort of like this um, murder mystery of these deaths of a family in a country town and this police officer from the Big Smoke who used to live there comes back and he starts to uncover what may have actually happened. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just really written well. And I heard, I don't know if you guys heard this, that the author She's been a journalist for like 13 years or so, but she kind of Googled how to write a bestseller and did a writing class, (laughs) and sure enough, her first novel has become this bestseller. Mm -hmm. So even as 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 I was reading it, I'm like, wow, yeah, you're right. You are doing a really good job, just dropping that little hint there, making a question (laughs) Everyone's a suspect. So, yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And another good one for school, speaking of school holidays, we – Went with our kids and all the other kids from the holiday um, to watch Captain Underpants at the movies.
3: Oh,
2: yes, <laughs> It is good. I listened to the podcast, yeah. the BBC um, movie guys, Komode and Mayo. Mm, they
3: they loved it,
2: they? it. So I was really looking Ooh, forward to And yeah. it came out, I think, in the UK a lot earlier than here, so I've been waiting. And it just, yeah, um, was enjoyable for my three-year-old and my six-year-old, who did not sit anywhere near me, she sat with her friends, which was a little bit <laughs> disturbing. But Bruce, I think, laughed more than anybody.
3: <laughs> I'm just look so down, I
2: this is classic. So yeah, it, it really did have the humour for all ages, and yeah, classic great. trying to debrief with a three-year-old afterwards. He's like, "Mum, why, 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 why he wear underpants, and why, 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 <laughs> why is he in the toilet?" <laughs> why he called a captain I'm like oh, oh. <laughs> hard to answer so many questions, so many questions. <laughs> I do not have the answers but yeah really good kink fun for the whole family <laughs> <laughs> how about you Correct,
0: yeah, exactly yeah you <laughs> can <Another> poster <laughs> look have either of you guys read any Marion Keyes books yeah yeah I have should I be struggling because I'm struggling yeah they're not <laughs> right. very deep it's the easiest read of all time.
2: Are you struggling with it's bad writing? Yeah. Is that what you mean?
0: I think it's because I've read so many, like, great. probably meaty, <laughs> yeah, great books lately. Yep. Yeah. And I, I got it on purpose because I thought, oh, that'll be a nice light read for the holidays. but Too light. Yeah, it's just a bit too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, cheesy. it might oh, yeah. come to some – like deep and meaningful conclusion no. and i suppose that's why i'm sticking no <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't expect you even
2: say which book it was yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. oh, some some it's called rachel's holiday but it's about a girl who goes to drug rehab oh i've read that one <laughs> yeah so it sounds like it should look, be deep <laughs> yeah obviously i <laughs> know oh, it does but it, it is it's yeah it's very much made light of mm. and i, I Look, I think there's going to be something meaningful that happens, but, yeah, perhaps I shouldn't expect too much perhaps.
2: Mm. Mm. Right. So Are you recommending um, it to uh, lowbrow no. listeners who <laughs> um, <don't> like <laughs> the fancy writing? We of... do
1: not have lowbrow listeners here. <laughs> no, we definitely don't.
2: I'm a lowbrow listener. I'm a Marian Keys reader. Yeah, but you
0: don't like it. Well, good for you. you.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I'm i not this is what has caught me, sorry, just to snowball onto your recommendations here. But Go this is what it. has caught me in reading because I don't like reading that stuff because it feels meaningless, but yet yeah. it is the switch off your brain things. Mm-hmm. It's like where is that middle ground? I can't read the stuff yeah. that you've been talking about, Tam. It's
0: like
1: watching The Bachelor. Yeah,
2: yeah. Bachelor that's true.
1: At, mm, mm. Mm, is anyone
2: watching that one actually? No. I did
1: see one episode of it.
2: Yeah. Truth.
1: <laughs> the guys are terrible. I don't know where they found them. And poor Sophie. Yeah. Poor Sophie. Why is she doing it? Yeah. She does it to herself though. Yeah.
0: I That's have no I mean. pity. Yep. Anyway. Um anyway, what else? Yeah, we had a we had a big day out today and um I'm not sure what about it I would recommend. I'm not – we went ice skating. <laughs> I'm not sure the blisters on my feet would recommend ice skating right now. Um, I
2: can't believe it was you fun. were filming while ice skating. That was amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: Time. Yeah, the, um, the guy gave me some looks like you really shouldn't be doing that, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we – so we wandered around the city, which I find a lot more fun than my children do. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Um, but then we took them out to, like, a nice restaurant for dinner, which I do recommend doing that. Like, mm. we, we sat down and they looked at the menu and they went, Mum, where's the kids' menu? <laughs> ah. And I said, oh, there isn't one here. But once they got over that, you know, it, it's it's nice for them sometimes to go and not just yeah. choose the nuggets and chips. And, yeah, and they really enjoyed it.
2: So where did you go? What do you recommend in Melbourne?
0: Um, so, yeah, so we went to Ghazi, which we've, we have been to before, mm. the three of us. Mm. Um. And it is quite kid friendly, mm, really. No, that's true. Like, it's quite noisy, it's quite, which is helpful. Yeah, noisy, and it's um, quick service, and the food's really pretty friendly. So, but yeah, like, we, we do try and take our kids out to grown up restaurants. Mm, it's good. Um, right. Every now and then, because otherwise, you get stuck at places that serve nuggets and chips, and that is mm. no fun at all. And have a playground. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh.
2: <laughs> good food and playgrounds. Might as well bring your Marion Keys with you and have a bad coffee. <laughs>
3: Uh, oh. no, actually...
0: <laughs> anyway we'll get off our soap boxes our oh,
2: that's so just... arrogant <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to repeat again i have read a number of her books so... <laughs>
0: no judgment oh, thank uh, you. so good anyways
1: so yes let's get on with it hey um oh, yeah. what are we talking about self-care yeah. well i've just been thinking with the holidays and Everything you know—it gives you that time to kind of stop and reflect, and and I think often um, you- she says she who has one child. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, she says- goes into childcare still. <laughs> Sorry. <Ow. laughs> oh, my God, we <laughs> That's so oh. it's, it, I know it's true but I'm also the kind of person that could easily just spend hours and hours sitting and reflecting like a day I used to do that regularly before I had a child and I think mm. I literally wrote in my journal the other day so god you're gonna have to seek me out because I don't have any time to seek you out <laughs> yeah true. Anyway, oh. and I think holidays give you or whatever if you have a moment to yourself in the toilet you do kind of reflect and go, how is life, or I do, how is life so busy, what adjustments can I make and what things do I really love and, you know, help me feel good about life rather than just going round and round on the, Mm. um, yeah.
2: Wow, I go to the toilet and look at Facebook and the news (laughs) app on the phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's... You've been doing it wrong. I feel like I am going to bomb out in this (laughs) podcast.
2: (laughs) Wow, ish. That is deep, man. So, you seriously think about
1: the purpose of life? (laughs) (laughs) multiple times a day it's a very intense thing in my brain (laughs) it's amazing i yeah i'm impressed Uh, (laughs) is it exhausting (laughs) maybe this is not a podcast that's gonna work for anybody No, Maybe. no, no! I think that
2: I. I wish I did that. I think that's amazing.
0: What well, do you? What conclusions did you come? No, but what conclusions do you come to then, Ish? What What does make you feel good? What do you do to take care of yourself? Like, well, when yes. you're sitting on the toilet, what do you think about?
1: <laughs> Thank you all for that mental image right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, or look! I think for me, it's a lot of reflecting on why am I doing things. So. If I'm feeling busy, why have I said yes to too many things? Is this Mm. something I really want to do? So like that's, I guess, kind of the base level of just having space in your world that that you can create because there's certain things that you can't control, like when you have Mm. a child to look after or children to look after Mm. on a certain day. Um, But, yeah, little things I think can – even in amongst that. So for me, like one thing that I will try and do if I'm at home is turn off my phone. <laughs> no, not turn off. Was that your no, phone? That was mine, I think. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm actually funny. just screaming while you're talking, sorry. What was that? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, sometimes I do try and just switch off, but it is hard these days. No, I was going to say uh, is actually just light a candle. Sometimes when I'm at home, that is something that just helps me switch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I wasn't
2: even – Tabby made me laugh that time. I love – honestly, I need this. This is why we are friends. But, man, so you just light a candle and what do you do?
1: <laughs> I sit cross-legged and go, um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me just for that moment. I get a lot of joy out of candles, and so I'm just like,
2: This is really nice
1: and
2: relaxing. And it's because you're in the bathroom, and it's bathroom. <laughs> I'm not in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, sorry. But you light a
1: candle, and then do you sit? No, because often sitting. I don't oh, have okay. time to sit. But it's something. Yeah. It's something that I can look to. I can imagine what it would be like if I could sit and look. At the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of a. It's a bit of a. It switch off. It's a bit of a. I'm in a different space. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a trigger. Yeah. yeah. Correct, thank you. So that can be good even at the end of a workday. It's like having the wine while you're cooking mm. the dinner, or flicking the, you know, crossing the things off your to-do list, or turning the page in your mm. diary lighting a candle it's like i've moved into a different space now yeah that's good yeah so what do you guys
2: do we <laughs> oh, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: skip michelle it sounds like you're not
3: very good at that <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: come back at some point you i'll get my ideas off yeah if if you
0: i I'll, i feel like i'm really actually quite good at self-care mm. if i get if i get the time to yeah. like if I get the time, I'm, um, you've got lots of things that fill my tank, I feel like, because yeah, I, I, I want, I'm always doing all the things, you know, mm. so I feel like I've got lots of things to do that make me feel happy, but it is finding the time yeah. to do it that yeah. is the challenge, obviously, with work and children and home stuff and everything, but. Um, so how do you
2: do that? that? that, I mean, that says, that sounds like an offhanded comment, but that is the crux of
0: the thing, right? What, finding the time, yeah, finding absolutely, time, isn't yeah. it? It really is. And I think, I mean, half the problem is that then you you stay up too late, don't you? Yeah. Because the kids go to bed and it's, you know, in this house now. That's with, the only time you know, is 11, so he doesn't go to bed till eight thirty nine o'clock and oh, then... wow. Yeah, so I do tend to stay up too late doing things, but... Um, yeah, so it's really, it's it's hard to give yourself permission, isn't it? When you've yeah. got, like if all the kids are at school, which mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often, that they're all at school and I'm at home on my own, just to go, you know what, that thing that's really quite important, that needs to just wait and I'm going to mm-hmm. sit and make myself a cup of tea
3: mm-hmm. and,
0: you know, read a book or um, do some knitting or do something that's not necessarily purposeful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think also not getting uh, distracted by my phone or just randomly browsing, I don't know, web pages or whatever Yes. tricky too, because it's so easy to just fall down that rabbit hole. So those are the two keys, I think. One is, you know, giving yourself permission to have mm. some time and then two, not getting distracted by things that aren't helpful.
3: Mm.
0: Yep. Mm. That's good.
2: Yeah, I think... Um... For me as a achiever type, like this, the self-care is really tough mm. Mm. in that everything has to have a reason to it or you, you gravitate to the things that um, help you move forward on whatever. So it's yeah. like and particularly, you know, I'm running a business so like there is always a to-do list and I just want it out of my head. Mm. But and I'm slowly coming to terms with. It's taking me a number of years to come to terms with the fact that there will always be the to do list. Yeah, and I do work fairly well under pressure, so I just have to let myself sometimes have the space. Because then, as we all know, if you you know put the life jacket on yourself first, then you can help others, or if you can do the self care, mm-hmm. it sets you up for more productivity and efficiency and effectiveness which for me is important, (laughs) Um, but that shouldn't be the reason to do the self-care. I've got to just start putting on some candles. Um, So, yeah, I don't have any symbols. Like I I really love that and I need to hear examples of it because I wouldn't naturally think about doing it. Yeah. So this is a helpful conversation. I do, for me, I get the niggly thoughts, but I kind of, I probably don't do much about them. I just go, yeah, I need to sort out whether I am living out my life's calling right now or not at some point, (laughs) but
1: not right now. Um, But then if it's not necessarily affecting you in a bad way, like you know, they talk about mental, emotional or physical well-being, if you're not finding that you're presenting physically, emotionally or mentally in a way that makes you go, hey, something's out of whack here, then Mm -hmm. you probably don't need to worry about it that much. I think it's those times where you start to – like, you just feel like you're going to scream or burst into tears because yeah. you're going, you're mm, just burnt, burnt out, out and you're strange. going so busy. And then, yeah. what do you do about it? So, there's a few people lately have been talking about that present over perfect book by Shauna Nequest and, Lee Quest and mm. singing its praises. I haven't read it yet, but I did read her blog before it kind of got shut down and revamped into her new thing. And I think a lot of what she talked about, what what's in the book, comes from those blogs. And, mm. um, yeah, and she just talks about that, like being a mum of two young children, writing a book, speaking and presenting all over the country, being away from home a lot, you know, but being at home and not really enjoying it, um, you know, thinking that, oh, because I'm at home, um, I'll just go and fold some washing. So not actually yeah. relaxing, but
3: Yes. thinking
1: you're relaxing because you're at home and you're mm. in your tracksuit or whatever, but actually your yeah. brain is still going, you're still doing <laughs> tasks, you're still taking things off the list <laughs> and then wondering why she wasn't feeling, I guess, refreshed by those home times. Hmm. But the
2: things still need to happen. Well, that's, that's right. Yeah, they hard. do. And, yeah, yeah, I find like, and, cause I, and Bruce does the bulk of that stuff, so I feel like I need to, you know, and I should contribute. Mm. But then I, I'm torn with need to get the work done but then also spend time with the kids and I find like this stage Mm. is I guess particularly full-on isn't it with trying to do the self-care and that's what Mm. the research shows is is that women's fitness and their own time just goes to the absolute bottom of the pile yeah so yeah I I feel guilty actually I feel more guilty in some ways if I'm doing something just for myself instead of even doing exercise yeah I feel like if I'm going to do something for myself it probably should be
0: that Mm. And I think having your other half on the same page obviously is a massive key because if you're feeling guilty that you're taking time out because you feel like you should be doing something, you know, helpful to the family, then that's hard. But if, I don't know, I feel like sometimes you just need to say to that other person, I I really need some time out. I'm going to take an hour to do this thing Mm. because I need that. Yep. Then maybe that's what you need to do. Just you know, like vocalise it instead of have the guilt. Yes, that's true. Sneak away and read. And a I actually book think and
2: it's it. yeah, it's not that person who's it's me that's got it in my own head. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. I feel for me, I think it culminates around the issue of discipline, mm. because to be almost, and I don't yeah, I don't know, I'm a bit anti it in a way, but need to almost be strident in protecting space and time
3: mm-hmm.
2: for certain things and be kind of quite um hardlined about that. I have been very, I think, of, you know, marrying a nine and being a bit more chilled out and going with the flow has meant that you never, perhaps, you know, I have anyway, snowballed into perhaps being a little bit too fluid <laughs> and not, yeah, kind of committing to that Mm. regular time having said that I get really energized by just listening to a podcast which I do all the time so that's good but are you
0: doing something else at the same time when you do that shell
2: I'm usually traveling like driving or on a train Mm.
0: yeah so it's productive productive, I feel (laughs) have you ever um
1: have either of you ever um tried meditation I am not good at meditation much like I am not good at keeping my mind centered on prayer for very long no well i'm not good at, at
0: at it either but i think you do get better with practice mm. and i think the worse at it that you are probably the more you need it mm. perhaps Ouch. Yeah. yeah not saying that works for everyone but i um i've, I've got the headspace app
3: oh, and yeah. that's
0: i found that really really excellent um, just to get through that learning phase. Like even he's so forgiving. He leads you through the meditations. Yeah, um, maybe I should try Andy. that.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: he's really great. He does kids ones as well that the kids yeah. really like. Oh, cool. yeah.
1: okay. now, I was just going to say if I've got something to visualise or think on, I can do a yeah. bit better. Like I'm good at breathing. Like I can breathe for a while but I can't stop my thoughts. Do you know yeah, I mean?
0: but he kind of says don't don't worry about stopping them. Just, just let, let them, them flow.
1: Come, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But then I start making a to-do list, and then I stop, and I go. Yeah, but no.
0: Yeah, but I don't do it regularly enough. I need to get into a, more of a habit of doing it to, mm. I think, to get some real benefits. But I do mm-hmm. find it helps with my focus. Mm. It just helps helps with my anxiety. Yeah, mm. really, really, really helpful. Okay, that's great. So, yeah, that's what time great. of day would you do that, Tam? Um, look, I probably more often do it at night and I feel like I should do it in the morning. Mm. I feel like it would set up my day really nicely Mm. and it's only 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Like it's not really that much. So yeah. Good.
2: That's Mm. a great idea. And so you, you journal a lot, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So maybe that's a bit more my, I love, I love to journal. Not nearly as much as, uh, I don't do as much as what I used to do. But I find that really helpful for me and um, if I have heaps of time, I love doing the uh, – it's called The Artist Pages from um, mm. it's from that book, The Artist Way by – I can't remember mm. her name right now. But she says just like every day try and write three pages of just um, just the flow of your thought. So yeah. you just whatever you're thinking about, just write it down, no judgment, no trying to – mull it through but just kind of whatever comes to your mind next just write it out write it out write it out and I find that really amazing and very enlightening but I don't usually have time to do that much these days um but if I do I love journaling and I just put everything in there mm-hmm. like if I feel like having a day where I'm thanks about everything I write that down if I feel like day- writing down everything I think is crap about my life I write that down if I feel like
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: some I had a dream weird dream last night and I want to work out what that means like I just put everything in there and pray Hmm. to God that I never die and people find and read them. (laughs) I feel that every time I write
2: in a journal too. (laughs) What does this say about me? (laughs) Do you feel like you can leave it in the book then once you've written
1: it? Does that help get it out of your head and heart? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think it definitely, yeah, definitely. And it just means... Also, it kind of gives you a record of looking back on is the same issues popping up time and time again? Mm. Like was I complaining about the same thing mm. a year ago? Or, you know, likewise, oh, I really find that I every time I do this, it puts me in a good state of mind um, if you ever have time to read back and reflect, yeah. Mm. It can be really handy.
2: Do you feel like self-care also can be catching up with friends Like us having a dinner together.
1: Hells, yeah. It totally can be. I think, though, for me, like um, I was just saying, Jason, I were talking the other day about how little we entertain at home these days. I think really Mm. having a child and Mm. some of, not all of, but some of that is my, um, and this is where I guess the present over perfect idea um, comes to the fore for me is, I am not the kind of person that wants to invite you to my home and me be in tracksuit with no makeup and a takeaway meal. Um, Don't judge that, but I'm not like, I find that really hard because for me, having you over means hospitality in the way that I've gone out of my way to do something and it's a special thing.
0: Mm. It sounds
1: so stupid saying it out loud, but um, no, 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 know. I'm, I'm exactly the same, Like think, the house
0: gets a top-to-toe cleaning. Yeah,
1: air. and so that means like yeah. days of work and stress and thinking and cleaning yeah. and trying to find time to cook a meal when you've got a young child around your feet and all those things, let alone get to the shops and buy stuff. So, yeah, I think trying to learn how to let go of that is a big thing as well because it is self-care to just have friends over and relax and laugh and enjoy it um mm. so as I said
2: went go out with friends
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: because yeah. I agree with you it's yeah,
1: <laughs> it's tough. yeah true but there's something yeah oh, I, I think it's kind yeah, of personality something... I am as well yes. like, uh, it's really yeah it, it does yep. really speak to me if someone makes me a meal and invites me over so yeah I don't know it's different from just all let's all go out but yeah I think you can do both, you can do either. Um, and it is that ideal of, of being, like with your friends at least, being real and like, yeah, I was mm. going to make this great meal tonight, but actually, I just want to catch up and let's, yeah, let's have cheese and crackers and let's not put on makeup and let's be real. Or let's put on makeup. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, that idea of like connecting rather than comparing, like really mm. trying to connect with yeah. one another, rather than comparing how you're doing or by.
0: Those
2: outward kind of appearance. Hmm. Uh, I yeah, that. I felt like over time, it's different now. Being in a different city again, I wouldn't mm. feel like this now. But I feel like in Melbourne, I got to the point of, like you guys and a few other friends, where I could be wearing my tracksuit pants and
3: mm. UGG boots,
2: <laughs> and I just did the takeaway because I'd rather mm. see people than not. Yeah,
1: um, and I, I love that. Point. One. But it takes time I'm down upon yeah. that. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. It's more about what but is yeah, you, in you, me that won't that struggles to get there yeah so how did you do that Michelle
2: (laughs) I I realized I I needed to still have the house pretty clean that was still important to me but I realized I don't for me I don't enjoy cooking I'm not very good at it I find it very stressful and hard work so I just gave up on trying to add that into the mix (laughs) eliminate that and yeah just do the home thing but I also had I heard a friend talk about that around needing, no, actually, I think it was actually a blog article that I read a few years ago around the idea of having those people that you can just drop in unannounced in mm, whatever state mm, you're in, and that that is okay.
3: Mm, and
2: as yeah. you say, like no judgment, complete openness, because um, that's a form of self care, isn't it? Really, to mm-hmm. be able to to do that when you need. Um, yeah, yeah. So just to kind of yeah let go of the need to impress but then there's other times when for the outer for the next circle out mm. but i would not be
1: like that right so yeah yeah yeah, that's true it depends and so that's maybe another thing too in self-care it is actually that idea of thinking about circles and yeah. who do i need mm. to be more for so and who do i allow in more and mm. realising you don't have to give the same level of yourself to people who are on to everyone circles out yeah I think that's, really, I'm pretty
0: good at that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> better
1: at that. I'm getting better. Yeah, right. I'm getting better. Because I think What's it's that it? empathy thing. Yeah, oh, this person doesn't have anyone, or they've reached out to me, or there's something I can do about it, therefore I should. Which I think a lot of it probably also comes from my way of how I've heard the gospel, even growing up, and um, how my mind or my personality has interpreted that. Mm. interesting that you need to be there for people you need to love people you need to show them jesus at all times mm. that kind of thing but then you run out of yeah jesus yeah <laughs> <You've>, yeah <laughs> yeah did
2: you do you find that your closest people in your world then get the drinks? is
1: that part of the impact mm. yep i think that can definitely be true do you feel that <laughs> Defi- definitely
0: myself and, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, I think that definitely happens, doesn't it? And not just with people but with, yeah, all your commitments mm. that if, you, yeah, if you're not self-caring, mm. then it, yeah, it's the people that live in the house with you that, that cop it, isn't
2: it? Mm. There's almost a redefining, I find this even in your my relationship with God and self-care and so mm. many areas now redefining what that looks like in your late, I'd like to say more like mid-30s, but probably Please. technically <laughs> late-30s um, with kids and career at this point and all of the things going on and not projecting what it was in your early 20s yeah. where you had the time yep. and, and mm-hmm. pining for that as that was what great self-care should be because it cannot be now <laughs> yeah. and it probably won't be ever yeah. in the future. So you have to yeah. let go of what that season was and see that as an amazing gift that it was, mm. but then what mm. does it look like now?
1: That's so to true.
2: And be, yeah, and find what is the good, happy space within that, but recognize it cannot be what
1: it was. Mm. Yeah, that's really good, Charl. Yeah. 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 It's like what served you well in the first bit of your life. It's like a new season. You're walking to a new space, so not yeah. going to be the same.
2: Yeah. Mm. Just another side note, um, I recognise, like, when I think about self-care, I think seeing the spiritual director again, just bringing that up, mm. um, has been yeah. really helpful. And I, I realise I think it's because being the extrovert external processor, I have found even just sitting with the journal and writing tough, like I feel like I spiral yeah. a bit and yeah. get a bit stuck. So having someone to bounce off of and delve deeper with is useful and that is, again, something I'm learning is hearing other people's experience of self-care that perhaps has more of a personality type like me because I often, I think I hear more like, to be honest, like the Mm. lighting the candle and the the real um, super reflective stuff Mm. um, which um, I still remember the podcast with... um, my favourite lady, what's her name again? Krista. Krista, Krista Tippett, um, talking about just getting up and she finds it really hard. She's a go-getter. She'd normally do emails, all of her emails, before 6 a.m. in the morning, and, mm. but just to sit down and, and do a 10-minute prayer, um, an ancient prayer that she had, and just sit and reflect for the 10 minutes each day, which she found excruciatingly hard, mm. but <laughs> has found it useful and mm yeah, for the first, I don't know, probably wasn't for the first time, but it really struck a chord with me going, "Ah, oh, I could probably do that, you know, I could probably do the 10 minutes a day,
3: yeah, before the kids yeah. get up
2: and or well, maybe leave them in their bedrooms for 10 <laughs> minutes, put plugs in, and yeah, and relate on a different plane. so just I think maybe it's part, of it and maybe I'll be accountable to you guys to actually do that. I need someone to actually kick me out the butt. That's mm-hmm. you know that's any kind of habit forming, isn't it? It's having the reward
1: and the punishment kind of associated with Yeah, well this is a space thinking. that you are good at, um, show and the whole coaching thing with your business. And I was just thinking about um when you were coaching me in how to have fun time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you could talk through some of those things about how do we I guess get new habits or new you know, ways of doing care in our lives?
2: Yeah, well, I think there's kind of, like, we with our coaching stuff, we look at sort of seven dimensions of life, which is also, I think, a part of the self-care piece to even have the realisation it's amazing how many people perhaps don't even stop to reflect about all areas of who they are. Mm -hmm. So the seven Fs we talk about are, like, um, your firm, which would be study or work just because it has to be an F, Um, (laughs) uh, Ah, friends, friends, family, fitness, finance, your faith and fun. So the idea is that you have something, you have a balance across those seven, which no one ever seems to have the complete balance, but Mm. you're working towards that ideally or having a goal in each of those areas. So that's the first Mm. thing I'd say and I think the question to ask is if, say fun is not on the radar at all why is that is it just because you're not carving out the time or is it because you might even have a value system that says you're not worth while having that time Mm. because if you don't get to the core yeah if you don't get to the core of the why how do you actually change your thinking Mm. to then change the behavior because if you don't change the thinking and the attitude it's just um probably going to fail effectively Mm. so Yes, yeah, so the the coaching kind of delves into that to try to create new patterns um, and ways of understanding yourself and and playing that out. But if you purely just want to have a good habit, twenty one days, you attach. Yeah, you really need to know the why behind what you're doing, and mm. and you have to have this intrinsic value associated with it. So. You're doing fun because you feel like you should because that's a well-rounded person mm. <laughs> or what could it look like <laughs> yeah, <should I? laughs> or you're doing fun because you recognize if you did that it means you would have the energy to give back to your family in a different way different level um and mm. then yeah attaching kind of well if you do stick to the plan that you had each week what kind of little reward will you give yourself mm. and if you don't stick to it what will be the kind of consequence for that?
3: Mm.
2: And it could be something like I have to give you a movie voucher if I don't stick to my my plan or it could be that I will have to give up going out with the girls on the Friday night or, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense if that's your fun goal. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's your fitness goal, that would make sense, you know. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or so you, you have to take on the cleaning of the bathrooms for the
3: next night or whatever it might be. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, you kind of have this, these kind of hooks related and then you have to find someone that you're accountable to. Anyway, that's – sorry, I'm just going off on no, tendency. I find it really interesting. Yeah, but it's uh, – if you really want to bring about change, that's, that's a good little process to follow. That's
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: great. How do you find it, and Because you've got probably competing self-care options and in your mind. What, um, where do you put do you your choose? Energy.
0: I don't know. I think generally probably being an introvert, um, oh, it's hard because I do get a lot of value out of, especially like catching up with close friends. I think that's probably something that I undervalue as a self-care because mm. I get that whole, oh, I can't be bothered going out and seeing people and it's going to be so draining. Mm. And then like I get a lot out of it when I do pick up, pull up my big girl undies and just go. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think um, probably, I, as I said before, probably my biggest thing is to not get distracted by everything mm-hmm. and yeah, just do something that I can really focus on. So generally that's something creative like knitting or sewing or something. Although sometimes I do wonder how self cary that kind of stuff is because it's really frustrating as well. <laughs> doing, <laughs> it can be really awful. So I probably do neglect certain things. I'm not really sure. I, I think probably just... More the, again, just doing the quiet stuff, maybe the journaling or the meditating mm. or things like that, because my head's always busy. Mm. That's probably what I what I need to do more is to quiet myself and mm. yeah. Do you
2: you've got a perfectionist streak as well, yeah? Tam. Mm. So how do you do the whole? What is it? Progress, not perfection. That's what we have in our little coaching paradigm: progress, not perfection or whatever Shauna says.
0: How do you go yeah. with that idea just in general life? I think I'm getting, like you were saying, Shell, about not lowering your standards but just being a little bit more okay with things not being perfect before you commit. So I, I'm the same. You know, this, this past weekend we had a couple of people over for grand final day. In the past that would have been a, like, you know, eight course <laughs> yeah. kind of lunch with everything homemade and everything was full on and yeah this time I just went no let's just have people over and I think I made one thing and then just did a cheese board and everyone came over and was really relaxed and Mm. I think I'm getting much better at yeah
3: yeah
0: Mm. I hate to say lower standards because to be honest we had just as much fun
3: yeah
0: yeah we would have had had, we have had fancy food so whatevs Mm.
2: and no one complained
1: right no one complained. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's so true, isn't it? That even that is a good example to our kids, isn't it? If they're learning mm-hmm. from watching us, you know, and how we react and how stressed and what up we get about stuff. Um, oh, we're teaching mm, them true, yeah. yeah what is what what's okay and how to accept themselves and all those kinds of things as well.
0: So um, mm it's hard to strike a balance isn't it like mm. yes we have standards that we encourage but mm. yeah we don't we don't demand perfection mm. I suppose
2: mm. yeah yeah that's no, an interesting line to walk
1: i'm interested that in um so in that Ari- Arianna huffington wrote a book called thrive basically she had like mm. a big burnout i guess as one of one of the most successful people um the president and editor in chief of the huffington post media group And um, she kind of, in her book, explores um, how to change the metric of success in your life, so money and power, saying that that leads to burnout and stress-related illness and erosion of quality of relationships, blah, 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 blah. Um, So she talks about meditation, which I think we've done, mindfulness, unplugging from media, all those kinds of things. Um, But she also talks about giving, being a really – Countercultural way to mm. um, thrive in our lives and to to self care as well. What do mm. you guys think about that?
2: Mm, I love that. It's kind of the counterintuitive action, mm. isn't it?
0: Yeah, but you kind of know how awesome you feel when you do do something selfless. Mm. Can
2: you tell me mm. how that feels,
1: Tim. <laughs> it feels warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> oh. Awesome. <laughs> it's interesting because like I think when you do get really stressed or I do it's like it is a bit like that all or nothing thing right that's it stuff everyone yeah. else I'm locking them out and I'm not doing one more thing for anybody you know mm. and yeah I just need to take care of yeah. myself yeah. yeah and I mean I think they talk about like often with depression if you can, you know, volunteer or do something that takes you outside of yourself and your own mind and your own world, mm. that that can be a really helpful thing. Um, and so it's, yeah, probably, I guess, a similar thing in that space of if you're feeling stressed and burnt out, if there's some way that you're giving back to society and the world, that that can take you out of that space. Mm. But I mm. think we often tend to avoid that in times of stress.
2: Do you guys find that um you do I know we talked about at the start, kind of you, you have those you build up to the moments of absolute almost breakdown and then have the kind of blah and then Reflex, and then yeah. you go find a better balance and then you go back to that point again? Like do you find
1: you keep having those peaks yeah. and troughs kind of over life? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You'd think you'd learn,
1: wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I think you do learn little things along the way.
2: Yeah, because I feel, feel like I, I'm having them, yeah, I feel more leveled now. Like there's still waves, yeah. but it doesn't feel as mm. quite as crazy. And I guess it, you're right, Oshu, like you gain those little learnings about yourself and yeah. what to put into place.
1: And maybe notice the signs better as well. Yeah, I feel like I hope that. that I create that less for myself in my world. Like it's not me trying to cram 100 things into my diary and then go, why am I so stressed? Mm. Yeah, Yeah. it tends to be more if, you know, there's whatever, you're trying to get some kind of something done with an outside company like Centrelink or something and Mm. you're trying to squeeze that into the rest of your day Yeah, and you're powerless and it's red tape and it's confusing and annoying and you have to go in there but you can't. It's those kind of things that tend to then tip me over the edge and I think... But generally speaking, I feel I feel like I'm better at not um, creating that myself, if that makes sense. Mm. Yes, but mm-hmm. they talk, they talk about yeah. leaving in your diary space, don't they? So that if things have to be dealt with or a crisis comes up, it doesn't send you into a tailspin because you've actually mm. already left space in your week
0: yeah. for
1: that. And I that yeah, I think sometimes when when I've been super busy, I've done that thing of like you know, drawing my week out and like kind of dividing the day into morning, midday, night blocks.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: I remember Mm -hmm. doing a a short course thing once and they talked about you should have three blocks in your week that are completely free. So they're not Mm -hmm. this is my time to exercise or Mm -hmm. this is my time to catch up with friends. They're free. And I had no blocks free, and I think generally speaking, most people don't. Yeah. And they also talked about in those blocks having not having more than two or three things. So in the morning, for example, I do my exercise and I go to work. I don't do my devotions, do the do the school bus run, do my exercise, stop and get some groceries, and go to work. You know, <laughs> so yeah. those kind of things can help keep an equilibrium as well. Looking at that, mm.
2: confronting, isn't it?
0: Yeah. yeah it is, isn't it, if you actually write things down. I think writing things down is really helpful mm. actually. Like put put something self carey on your to do list. Mm. Like write light a candle on your to do list or yeah. you know, have a bath or read yeah. a book. Mm. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, especially for you achievers yeah because then you have to, you have to you know, that's right, it's in
2: the diary right. yeah yep. <laughs> but it also I think I have had done that in the diary but I think the value has been that yeah I think that's still an issue for me is to mm. value that that is worthwhile yeah, yeah. just as worthwhile as finishing that plan that I need to email to a client Ooh. and that's that's yeah. the bit I can't
1: quite get my head around mm-hmm. but it's I've heard it's a good. few cases this week talk about Um, instead of the to-do list, the ta-da list. Yeah. the idea that you get to the end of the day. Because you know how sometimes you've been really busy all day and you get to the end of the day and you're like, what did I do today? What did I actually accomplish? And actually Mm -hmm. writing it out like a ta-da and Mm realising how much you've done, going, yay me, and celebrating. You know, that's Mm. probably a bit of self-care, like celebrating yourself and actually going, yeah, I actually did stuff. Yeah.
0: That's nice. I like that. Well, we've got a big today. Yes, because we got to a thousand yes. listens yes. on our podcast. More than we, we really thought. Yeah, smashed it. Our little podcast is a big grown-up yes. now. Well our girl. <laughs> so yeah, thanks to everybody thank for listening and, and yeah. for absolutely. Yeah, thank so you. So much fun.
1: We hope you're loving it. Thank you for your Don't kind forget comments. To
0: subscribe.
1: Yeah. It's been so yeah. lovely just to hear people saying things like, oh, it's so great to hear a voice that thinks like me and, yeah, that's been really affirming and just that mm. people have connected and I guess found a space where they can think about some of the issues that they have felt like maybe they haven't been able to share elsewhere or, yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
2: No, it's, yeah, I feel like there's, um, yeah, some good connections being made and it's even just conversations I'm having off the back of our podcast totally. are enlightening me as well like yeah. I had a friend who's a GP who said oh, I wanted you know I kept wanting to talk through your domestic violence yeah. podcast she goes, because you were just talking about the physical violence not about the emotional mm-hmm. and
3: yeah you're mm-hmm. totally
2: right like you know there's yeah. so much there that we missed and so yeah so I feel true. like I'm still learning and kind of going and even as we do the podcast then in the weeks after all the articles and different conversations that yeah. happen you're like
0: oh, but i think so isn't much... that half the fun like we're not professionals yeah, yeah. we don't pretend to know it <laughs> oh, all no <laughs> not at
3: all
2: but it sparks yeah it sparks your thinking and it it um, yeah helps you open your horizons a bit more i hope and i find that for me so um yeah, and big thanks to you tam especially for doing all yes. that post-production oh,
1: no. mm. well done tam you're amazing
0: you Added out our crazy laughing and interruptions. <laughs> you know, Children and so forth. <laughs>
2: but I, I would suggest if people do, if you just kind of think of one or two people that you know who you think could engage with this, and we're finding guys are listening to it too. Yes, it's not hey
1: just
2: guys. women. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, maybe just suggest it to them, or you know, go onto their phone when you're catching up and just subscribe um, yeah. for them. That'd be cool. Yeah. Why
3: yeah.
2: not?
1: I wonder what the Get to achieve Come on guys. <laughs> achieve,
0: achieve.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well I look forward to chatting next time.